Hello, Namaste all. Welcome to the 92nd session of Guru Bodha. I cordially welcome all of you to this session. And all on behalf of us, all of us students, I cordially welcome my Ayurveda teacher and Ayurveda teacher of all of us, Dr. M.B. Gurajasar, to this session. And on behalf of all of us, I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. This session is brought to you by easyayurveda.com. I dedicate this and all, all of my words at the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. This class is made live exclusively for weekly class subscribers. If you are not subscribed, please go to easyiother.com slash video dash classes. So coming to the topic of uh, today, uh, first one is this uh, government of India has released a notification on national education policy and it has uh, the national education policy is a comprehensive framework for elementary education to higher education as well as vocational training for in both rural and urban India. Uh, it is trying to revamp and upgrade the current education system which does not involve much of the computers and the modern technology which is highly relevant, uh, highly dependent on the older methods of learning which was majorly formed in the 1970s, 80s, 1990s. So now the world has changed so new challenges are there, new opportunities are there so it is, uh, it is the duty of the government to provide such opportunities to the students, to the younger generation, so that they are molded in proper way for the future challenges. So that's why this national education policy has been uh, proposed. And in that letter is mentioned, Savidya ya vimuktai, meaning the purpose of knowledge is not to make professionals out of students. It is to enable all the human beings of India to uh, to aim for like mukti or you know to achieve human excellence in this life and also life beyond. And it proposes and, and it mentions about how great universities were there in the ancient India that is uh, which is called as Bharata. For example, Takshashila University, Nalanda University, Vikramashila University, and all. So how these universities were abode of excellence and abode of uh, ancient scholars who scripted who scripted many sciences including arithmetic, astrology, astronomy and including Ayurveda and whatnot, Bharatanatya, dance, various dance forms, various music forms and so on and so forth. Such educational uh, systems gifted the humanity with uh, great Acharyas like Acharya Charaka, Sushruta, Vagbata, Nagarjuna, Chakrapani, Patanjali, Jejata, etc. So the work of them have paid way for us to learn this beautiful science of Ayurveda and that is the, you know, the binding force for all of us here. So to, uh, in that, they are introducing something called as like elective system, probably this one among these or many of these can be taken up by Ayurveda students and they will be trained in these with the interdisciplinary and multidisciplinary approach. So uh, genomics is coming, coming up, proteomics is coming up, protein therapy, gene therapy, etc. are coming up. New medical uh, uh, opportunities and inventions are happening almost every day, every week and you know, new things are happening in microbiology and there is big need for Ayurveda to gel well with other allied sciences, create new opportunities and to, to carve out new careers. So the government of India is proposing, Ayush minister is proposing basics of microbiology, pharmacology, physiotherapy, biomedical engineering, architecture in Indian system of medicine, introduction to Vriksha Ayurveda, basics of preventive cardiology, sports medicine, etc. So these all allied uh, elective uh, branches will be provided through the learning management system, which is like modern online management system. 
and the vision is to prepare the india and prepare ayurveda for the 2047 in which year we'll be celebrating our 100 years of independence indian independence so that being said and new new sciences coming up raghuram sir it is new opportunity for students and honestly i feel little envy that such opportunities were not presented when i was studying at least i'm happy that the new students of new generation are getting such opportunities yeah definitely sir uh, very interesting topic to discuss i am also equally envious so i am with you in being envious about uh, not being uh, in that era where uh, we could get chances of learning uh, these branches whatever branches microbiology pharmacology so only thing uh, is very important about uh, including uh, national education policy so those policies uh, and also making this elective system elective courses for ayurveda students it is a good step ncism is also taking many steps it has also conducted some workshops to the teachers like uh, we answered so many questionnaires regarding each and every topic like some uh, samhita siddhanta or sharira uh, rachana sharira kriya kai chikitsa each and every branch that was also a feedback for them from all the teachers throughout india so as to what to do and what not to do so both uh, perspectives were taken what to implement what not to implement how sharira rachana should be taught to the students anatomy should be taught to the students now what is the worth of learning anatomy for an ayurveda student is it only limited to theoretical learning or after going out will it help of course as ayurveda teachers in classroom we tell when we introduce anatomy and physiology to the students that these things will really matter in understanding the human body the nature of the human body and different dimensions and perspectives so that when you go into the clinical subjects this will be a foundation these are the foundation subjects like basic sanskrit to understand ayurveda uh, ayurveda itihasa to understand that the uh, how ayurveda came into origin right from its origin to the descent and how it propagated and how it is available and the anatomies and physiologies which are taught in the first year so we tell students this, that these things are the foundation courses and going ahead these will help you to learn pathology pathophysiologies and also to uh, the level of learning how to treat a patient so for the clinical subjects to understand the basics for anatomy physiology and all those things to basically understand ayurveda sanskrita sanskrit is very very important so ncism had taken feedback on all these things so as to is it limited for a student to only learn these things for learning sake number one or going ahead they can do something in one of our uh, discussion in guru bodha sessions we have also discussed like raised a question like what is the worth of learning agada tantra what is the uh, worth of learning shalakya or shalya so if we can't go ahead and practice in those subjects shalya shalakya uh, people are practicing but it has its own limitations agada tantra the toxicology and other things after learning that going ahead what would a person do uh, by putting that he is an expert of agada tantra a board outside the clinic or its translation maybe a toxicology or something would the patient come to so the patients will be automatically filtered like shalakya if some person is specialized like ent and head treatments of ear heart ophthalmology shalakya specialization in eye treatment so people may go we have institutes like shrivariyam where specifically eye treatments are done for complicated eye treatments so people know that shrivariyam deals with eye treatments so that it has been customized to treat the eye disorders so 
people will go there. So leaving these things apart, so a Thai chikitsa can put that general physician, like I'm a general physician in Ayurveda. Still it is wrong because Thai chikitsa is something else beyond being a general practitioner. We speak about Thai Agni and other things. If I put a board like uh, I am a practitioner in balancing the metabolic fire, nobody is going to understand and nobody is going to come to me. So what is the value of each and every subject we have in Ayurveda? That is very important. That we sorted out amidst the highest pair of the educational policy and the teachers. Teachers form the important bridge to carry this uh, transformation of what needs to be given to a student. And the highest tiers of education and educational policies should elaborately discuss with the teachers, take their feedback regarding uh, the elective courses and also the screening of the students at a particular level to take or to elect a particular course should be done based on their interest. Like after completion of BMS, the students will have a clarity. Some people will have a clarity on the basis of their interest and inclination. Like I want to go ahead and become a Shalya Chikitsak, like a surgeon. Recently, a couple of girls, students of mine with whom I was discussing, see, they, they said, we are going to go on ahead and take Shalya, Shalya Tantra, like surgery for post-graduation and probably even a PhD. I asked, is it because you scored high in Shalya that you want to go ahead and practice Shalya? They said, no, sir, right from the beginning itself, we had some inclination towards surgery, surgical practices and instrumentation and all those things. It always attracted us. So there are, this is by basic way. Some students choose the specialities or elective courses. Here, Tanga Ayurveda also, we can take it as elective. Now, sub-elective and many electives, many branches are coming out like microbiology and other things. And people are trying to see if these things can be studied under the microscope of Ayurveda. So that is uh, exactly what is happening with elective courses. It is a healthy development. Like, as I said, those students of mine, they clearly mentioned we had an inclination. So here, interest and inclination on one side and the quantum of marks, what they score, because score pattern is very important for specialization depending on the score pattern also many people will go ahead uh, for specializations so these are the two patterns and another thing both combined together an inclination with marks that's uh, what we can call sony type of situation like uh, i wanted this and i also got the marks for that and i'm going ahead and uh, specializing myself in that particular science and i'll go ahead so the intent is very clear so the pathway is very clear here and these uh, super specializations or added specializations to Ashtanga Ayurveda, we cannot call them as Ayurveda, whether it is a microbiology or whatever comes into the way. So these are all the modern uh, ways of learning and trying to see through the research and other perspectives if Ayurveda can be blended with those things to make a cocktail of a comprehensive medical system. So if we can contribute something there. So the translations, the coining, everything is going on. One way it is a healthy de uh, development provided, provided these things provide a very good opportunity for the students, number one for learning, number two for career orientation. Once they come out, out of the institution, if there are many super specializations or elective courses in which they can go ahead and elective course in BMS, take it apart from the BMS syllabus, learn that elective course, go ahead out after coming out of the institution, elective course is lost. No, that elective course also should be given an equal opportunity to go ahead and do a post-graduation and also learn modern science and technologies related to that. Go ahead, take a PhD in that, and then have 
authority to practice that elective course which you have selected in the BMS. If that takes a longer pathway and if it concludes to a beautiful destination where students can practice that very importantly without see even uh, it should be to the extent that the policies should be made to that extent that people looking at it should not be uh, having a query like this person is having a board like a microbiologist and he is having an Ayurveda degree. No, uh, people should have that even the common folks and common people should have that uh, basic uh, information and education and updation and also uh, relevant uh, updating of things like they should also understand that this person in material of bms or mbbs or bhms whatever it is there they have a degree of microbiology which was introduced right there as an elective course they super specialized in that they have all the technologies they have all the knowledge and source of information regarding that and this person is enabled to practice this so the, there should not be discrimination even from the government of the highest policy makers there should not be discrimination between an ayurveda graduate or a postgraduate who has gone ahead to practice microbiology and has a microbiology specialization and a board and a clinic regarding that i'm mentioning only one of the elective courses here and a modern doctor who is doing the same there should not be no so when the uniformity all these learning process reaches to uniformity number one gives an added uh, dimension for many uh, jobs to be created in future and if they can practice and if they have a beautiful destination like the climax of learning of these elective courses is really good and as long as there is no discrimination so these are welcome changes ncism is doing uh, plenty of uh, base work and also groundwork including taking feedbacks having conversations with teachers then students then uh, conducting meetings online meetings and all those things i have also attended a couple of things and answered so many questions very interesting format so this should not remain to the level of being a format a questionnaire answering them and going beneath the table no so these things if they have a healthy progression and slowly one or two things are taken into task and if they are built with the help of the institutions and also the teachers they will sum up into uh, really good uh, chances for uh, many people uh, many teachers so even teaching profession and also the practice even in the practice many fields will be created so Ayurveda will definitely get a big horizon and also big uh, perspective to expand and also to show that we can contribute in each of uh, these sciences. So final thing I want to tell is as long as these things are taken into action very importantly and the summary will yield to something really attractive to the society and also really productive to the doctors and the teachers and the students as long as this takes place elective courses are a welcome change. One thing is that yeah, I mean, this is like really a golden point that you made that electric courses, somebody takes it up and develops an interest in say microbiology or pharmacology, and he wants to develop his career further in that field, maybe in academics or in practical field or in anywhere, there should be an environment created so that the, the student, that BMS graduate who comes out with the, say, for example, electric course in microbiology can take up post-graduation in the microbiology field and then even PhD opportunity should be available for such a person which, which, which is a very brilliant idea. And uh, one of the uh, very one of the basic need why this is required is probably these are just, just the initial ones and these will be like fine-tuned over a period of time. Some may be deleted, some may be added so that it becomes like a very big, uh, you know, more practical fields are 
there and only the filtered practical approach opportunities are there only they will be retained over a period of time and and also because like when uh, you know in 2014-15 i uh, i was called by a company called as cure joy for you know creating a, an app an educational app or an educational program the kind of questions that they were asking because it is technology and ayurveda combining kind of questions that they were asking i never had heard those questions or came across those type of technical ayurveda like minute problems in my life like wow i never had thought like that so we do not know in which direction or you know in which direction the medical science is going to go and if you are just stuck with the current syllabus only probably the future available opportunities for an ayurveda student will be missed because he do, do not know the abc's of say microbiology pharmacology etc so they are including these elective courses as part of the curriculum to enable the ayurveda doctor for the future so any see largely the education of ayurveda in india right now up 10 plus 2 means will be oriented towards the present the world education subjects and the domains maybe math science commerce arts or anything like that so a person who has based on these type of things up to 12th has been trained or given a basic education or a knowledge to such an way then suddenly he will be changing over to ayurveda many times even our generation people also we have experienced this once after the 12th uh, 12th examinations when we joined ayurveda we also find it very difficult to understand and adjust ourselves to the new situation because the orientation towards gaining a knowledge is imparted in through ayurveda or the way it is taught in ayurveda is comparatively in a different perspective when understanding the padartha vijnana and even applying those things and metaphysical things into the present situation it will be very very difficult for any student to understand and take over the change in that fashion once the person slowly adjusts to the bms curriculum he slowly gains the knowledge passes many years and ultimately when he is ready to go out by the time we will be almost four and a half five years taking away from him to a different level of way of thinking understanding and everything probably he may be missing the the advanced technology the advanced way of uh, teaching or the many other branches of science which are presently gaining a scope are even certain things are very necessary even to understand ayurveda in a better way such type of things are like if a student of ayurveda he will be given a basic knowledge and to do a work in that such type of knowledge in pharmacology or in the way in which um, microbiology which is all added to his knowledge then definitely a student of ayurveda who has learned for and of years the basics and the advances of ayurveda in a thorough manner may try to evolve something different recently i heard one of the ayurveda doctor maybe directly or with the support of somebody from the iit kanpur has developed a typically artificial intelligence based one gadget smart watch which could able to diagnose your level of vata pitta and kapha accurately and even it can give you ayurveda diagnosis including up to ashmati without doing any major uh, test through that just by wearing the watch the things can be diagnosed such type of uh, startups are also coming so these type of ideas when a person is given 
has a basic knowledge regarding the vast knowledge of or the treasure of ayurveda when it is given with the polishing of the microbiology or even elect electrical advances and maybe you know computer knowledge or maybe even the technology in which our medical electronics can, all these things definitely will provocate a certain brains the young brains to think out of the box so they may come out with some new gadgets which can help the human life you know it will be easy adapting to the new situation or identifying the diseases or identifying the or knowing about the status of the health maybe it's a helpful in in a many way and even we have a very bad name for ayurveda in the counterparts eyes so that's always they'll be saying that ayurveda is outdated it's old it outdated so when these things are introduced into the ayurveda when new things will come into the picture definitely it gives open the domain and the perception of ayurveda by the common man as well as its utility will be much more wider and definitely it's keep uh, throws away the gates and windows so that new new opportunities can arise out of it and new things may change the entire way of human living in the next generation to come uh, that's uh, very beautifully summed up sir uh, definitely especially after that uh, chat gpt came into the existence there is a new wave of uh, innovation and a new energy in all the other what uh, in the world of technology and we i know the people cannot be left behind especially students so they need to be equipped so the nap makes so much sense adding to this uh... elective courses i think uh, in easier with a uh, team easier with we were discussing very recently that uh, in fr- from one of the foreign countries uh, a dog which has been uh, a 14 years dog if i remember which has been injured uh, was tried with different interventions by the physicians to see how the doc- dog can be helped out and cured here uh, they probably got an advice that better try ayurveda from india and uh, they that that's how they contacted uh, easy ayurveda to know if we have some facility or some treatment uh, perspectives so where we can uh, uh, plan up some interventions to cure the dog probably having some small tumor or some something some lesion so that that see Uh, queries like this we have pashu ayurveda we have vriksha ayurveda and all those things all specialties everything were practiced in the ancient days this was one small story i wanted to tell which came to the test of our easy ayurveda and that was a beautiful question from here many thought processing things will open up many channels will open up we will start thinking get such queries come to our table we'll start thinking in that direction so the question is very important that is how the research starts the question is the basic the debate is the basic if there is a question we will try to find the answer many pathways will open up we will probably start thinking in near future is there a possibility that we have facility to help these ailing dogs or cattle or any animal so that will become our uh, so somewhere in the thought process it, that that question really fascinated me from that day i thought starting uh started thinking why not in future have a specialization like even in easy ayurveda like a pashu chikitsa or something so where we can team up and work on some things to help the animals which can't express their pain and agony so questions like this will open the doors so this is all this all suddenly becomes an elective course within our mind mind resources where we start exploring different ideas and thought processes and start something and if we start yielding results so that itself will take it uh, take us into the pathway of research so that will give the pathway to open up 
many elective courses and also the sub courses in ayurveda where we can give treatment facilities and better ailing environment not only to the ailing human beings but also to the animals plants and almost everything which has life so this is one small story which i wanted to share where our thought process processes and also somewhere the blueprints started forming in the mind why not so when there is a question why how where what the answers in the immediate question within the mind will be why not and those that why not can become a massive impact and a game changer changer in future thank you uh, thank you sir and yeah i mean we get around 160 to 180 different queries every day via whatsapp in the easy ayurveda and many of them really speak about the need for various various areas in which ayurveda can really help gurudev sir please actually myself and even dr raguram and uh, yourself already experienced the, the teaching years so many years we have uh, taught to the students in the colleges probably we might have understood or you might have seen situations wherein student may not ask any question simply they will be listening i don't know whether listening or not listening but simply they don't ask questions but if the same ayurveda is taught or explained through easy ayurveda or such platforms wherein we find the new students or the learners who are basically from other than the ayurveda just observe their way of putting the questions so in ayurveda class i have seen many a times a student ask a question he will be usually snubbed saying that maitreya murka maitreya how he ask question in the similar way he will be snubbed with some examples the whole class is made to laugh then that makes the end of anybody's efforts to ask questions so it becomes a one way talk in many of the classes it kills the curiosity of the person that should not happen the teacher should entertain the you know onslaught of questions they should stimulate in a such a way that the student get the questions and there should be some discourse then only the involvement will come but if it's taught the same thing the europeans or even the westerners who those who are trained in some other domains and now i want to know they understand the ayurveda when they speak about this how much vata is present in my how much pitta is present and what is the ratio of it and how should i take it how many grams such accuracy they try to reach out when they are trying to practice ayurveda if a student in a college like um, in, uh, where we usually teach if that atmosphere has been made in such a way that we can understand and we give scope for the rise of questions and try to discourse definitely it will give rise to lot lot of opportunity to understand the subject in a better way in such a scenario if these elective subjects are also given to the students definitely it makes their mind something sharpened and they will also be kept in an edge with the corresponding time at the place where they are living and they will be also accustomed to understand or they may also give some solution to the present problems with the answers of ayurveda and of course with a polished methodology and uh, thing which can the world accept it thank thank you that's a uh, wonderful and i i remember you one one thing that i thoroughly enjoyed being a student of you was with every every aspect of dravaguna and even ashtangarda basics that you taught in, in the first year and second year you're always giving a practical example of it suppose a patient comes to you with this what you are going to do all all those practical examples created practical ideas in our mind and that helped in understanding the ayurveda in a more practical way program sir please yeah so i would definitely 
like to thank and appreciate uh, Guruji sir for mentioning that uh, curiosity factor in uh, students. Don't kill the curiosity. It is an appeal uh, on behalf of Easy Ayurveda to all the teachers. Don't kill the curiosity of uh, your students. Don't consider any uh, question as stupid. So even in Easy Ayurveda platform, I would like to bring it to notice. We get many questions as uh, Abbas has said. So many times, uh, Dr. Abbas and me, we also have uh, uh, shared this. And once some questions, interesting question comes, so that is posted. Uh, like we discussed that, why can't it be an article idea? So I think this these are the words used by Dr. Hebbar, article idea. So he puts to that query, he puts article idea and he pushes on to us. Like, uh, why can't we think about uh, building a content on this, like reading content on this? Because I've got a question. This is very interesting and not to be ignored. So like this, everything can be an idea. A question can be seen. As teachers also, we might not have thought in that particular perspective. A question can be a game changer. We start exploring. Sometimes when we don't have answers, we try to silent the student. No, don't ask stupid questions. Sit down. And when students don't ask questions, why you are not asking questions? So both ways. So, but it should be a healthy interaction. The classrooms like easier where we have, it should be a very, very healthy interaction where questions should be entertained. Don't classify the questions. Try to appreciate something which is good in the question. And I personally, if I'm not an expert of that part, uh, particular subject, if a question comes to me, I, I don't have any hesitation in telling, I'll ask the experts and let you know, or I'll refer and let you know. So because that gives us hope to us also to go ahead and learn so life is a learning process. It will never end. It gives me or anyone, any teacher, uh, as Guru Jasa rightly pointed out, we have seen many students in the uh, classroom much focused on their degree. Right now, the modern day students, not all, majority, they just want a degree or a post-graduation so that they can go and practice or teach or something uh, is there in the back of their minds. But understanding, learning, uh, just reading and understanding has a lot of difference. How do you understand the subject? So that is the Ayurveda. When you are in Ayurveda, how do you understand each and every subject? How do you absorb it? How do you assimilate it? How do you want to put it into practice? How do you want the finished product of yourself? And what exactly you want to give to the society? So if all these curiosities need to be carried ahead, and even after graduating and post-graduating from an institution, many students have the connectivity with the teachers. That is how the platforms like Easier Veda are formed. That connectivity is the base. So because the queries will always be there, the age difference will always be there, the experience difference will always be there. So the sharing things. So once the second tier learns that information should be passed on to the third generation, the third generation may be smarter than the second generation in terms of questioning and debating and also uh, they have a lot of curiosities if these curiosities are entertained in a healthy way and not screened and uh, just ignored off so definitely i think uh, we we can make a difference as teachers by entertaining students to come with interesting questions like every class should end with a small session of interaction like uh, we have an easy ayurveda at the end of the session the questions will be taken up and discussed if we have a small session of interaction and the students are encouraged many students have killed there by the time they come to the final year the courage factor is killed like because many are subdued and many have thought no uh, there is no fun of asking anyhow we are going to get prepared notes or google notes or pdfs or uh, we can learn plenty of things so many students even at uh, goa when we are at uh, the international conference many students exchanged their thoughts like we learn many things from easy ayurveda rather than learning in the classroom that is easy just type it google it and we reach easy ayurveda and we get a ready reckoner on any topic most of the topics we get it and we learn it 
it's a good good healthy sign and a happy sign for easier weather but what for the classroom from where the students are coming actual physical classes there the teachers should be on their toes in not only teaching but creating awareness and also entertaining the students for the discussion end up the classroom with discussions give examples life examples and lot lot more things practical whatever practice we do the patients what we see as heber also heber sir also was appreciating guruji sir for uh, for sharing the practical based uh, things in the classes if these things are done the output the graduates post graduates coming from the institutions will be very rich resource in terms of thought process and it is a definitely a, a healthy center ayurveda and uh, special thanks to guruji sir for the Uh, pointing that out so that the curiosity of the students should not be killed thank you yes and uh, yeah it, it happens that i mean the student the lecturer has a syllabus to cover and uh, they may him think that is listen i mean there's a beautiful thing uh, called as stay hungry and stay foolish like question everything and uh, there's also this uh, like a uh, think from first principles from the you know, from the view point of first principles uh best what one of the best examples is that steve jobs wa- wanted any idea before it takes a good shape looks very silly and stupid before the invention of uh, like iphone moving fingers on a glass top to control a, an electronic device was was impossible like he went to japan he went to uh, korea and you know he went behind the quality of glass and su- such things the steve jobs was a very driven person so he managed to do that and once he invented that it become it became so ubiquitous and it becomes so obvious but till that point was achieved everybody was even when the iphone 1 was launched most of the people who are thinking it is it as like a stupid invention without any this one and uh, so uh, that that is just like a one uh, example and uh, a- another point is that yeah i mean students now have all the tools in their fingertips at at our times in the 1990s and early 2000s if you want to de- if you want to read and understand about one thing we had to go to library search for this search for that now everything is available in the online if you want to learn for example python language software language called as python there are maybe like 1 lakh hours of python education tutorials in uh, in the youtube for free it's just that how do you how you apply for that so as much as i have sympathy for the students that they should be given all these tools etc much of these tools are available at your fingertips and it is up to you to take advantage of those tools upgrade your knowledge and uh, there is a, a famous quote uh, saying that i'm mean, coming back to all the you know we are not discussing something something is new is already told previously there's a beautiful uh, shloka probably this is from uh, subhashita udyamena hi siddhyanti aryani na manoratai nahi suptasya simhasya pravishanti mukhe mrugaha meaning by practical application things get achieved not just with mere mental conviction or just with uh, com- complaining and whining that this is not there that is not there the prey animals do not enter the mouth of the sleeping lion so the lion though the king of the jungle because it is the king of the jungle the prey will not enter his mouth the lion has to fight for its food so similarly it is it is a community world if you do, if you do not invent or if you do not think innovatively some somebody else would uh, somebody somebody well else would take your opportunity so, so the, to end this uh, beautiful discussion probably two things can be can be summed up 
the lecturer or the teacher, so let's say teacher, the teacher has to level up or you know upgrade himself and also the student also has to upgrade himself uh, an effort from both leads to better future for the next generation so uh, let, let me end that there and, and, and there is one comment here that technology is good at the same time uh, i think it's important not to forget the ayurveda is an art and science even modern medical science or any science for that matter has an art element to that even for example dry as something as dry as a mobile phone technology has an art element to that it's just that just that the we have to see to it and uh, you know coming back to this uh, you know because steve jobs attended the course on calligraphy while he was studying in, uh, in college days that made him to think about this was again an elective topic elective subject which he took up because he was bored with the normal studies he went on to take took up calligraphy and that made him that was unrelated to his this one uh, you know what he went on to do he, he just did technology and mobile and the computers at the time he went in computers and this calligraphy was not at all related but because he studied this calligraphy uh, is like an art of writing in different styles uh, this made him to come up with a lot of different artistic fonts which then microsoft copied and now we have you know if you want to give any amount of uh, any different fonts we can just uh, give so it had had steve jobs not attended that elective subject of calligraphy at the time we would not have had probably different fonts i would, I would have only had one boring font coming back to again the elective subjects which the nep national education policy is, is proposing it is, is a good thing that you know i have to study the bms there is this syllabus and four and a half years i had to slog there is no substitute for hard work but what is there inside microbiology what is the if chemistry is my you know go to science or in a, is, is in which i'm interested let me study biochemistry if herbs and botany is my this one so let me study that pharmacology and so and so forth so it gives the it gives them some more tools with with which they can develop develop their own interests and probably a beautiful career and a new for a new dimension for ayurveda in future so with that let me come to the new another topic that we have been stressing upon having a wholesome diet of course vegetables and fruits are very important part of it but they cannot be the whole part of it the diet should have wholesomeness otherwise it leads to severe and tragic consequences as happened with an vegan influencer called zana samsonova first of all we are taking this this topic with uh, uh, which caused the life of zana samsonova it's in no way we are trying to disrespect the death of zana samsonova each life is precious and as told by swami vivekananda each human being is potentially divine while we mourn and feel very sad for the the unfortunate death of zana samsonova at a very age of 39 there are some important lessons to learn for the future generation because it is becoming kind of a veganism has become kind of a cult veganism is leading to prote protests and protests uh, and you know large scale because it's a cult you know people start hating other people who eat non-vegetarian food or uh, you know semi-vegetarian so, so non-vegan things such as honey milk cow ghee etc are uh, given a taboo and all 
Guru sir, the food should be wholesome. Definitely, Ayurveda speaks about that. Sarva rasabhyasam arogyam. You should have all the rasas. And Ayurveda has very clearly suggested each and everything. And uh, it doesn't mean that one should not consume uh, non-veg because Ayurveda also very clearly said what is the uh, gunakarma of uh, all, uh, chicken and what the gunakarma of the ajya, that is goat and its meat and various other things. They have explained in which dosha, with uh, which roga it can be used and how it should be used. But when it comes to maintaining of ahara, Swastahita, then they are restricted only certain things which won't disturb the uh, balance of Pridoshas. Only those things are kept in that. That's the reason we should we need to understand. Of course, uh, it's a very bad event or a very sad event that uh, somebody at the age of 39 dies. Um, but exactly, we don't know exactly what is the reason for that. Maybe one of the in contributing factories, uh, the, the vegan influencing or maybe uh, starvation, uh, maybe deprived of nutrition. But I, I, I don't understand that why if you want to become a vegan, then why you want to have a starvation? It's uh, altogether a two different aspects. Even though if anything is there, then also I won't eat, then it becomes a starvation. Or I don't, uh, if I don't get anything, then also it becomes starvation. But just because I become a vegan, there are plenty of things in the vegan category or the vegetarian category that I can eat and fill my stomach. So it's only certain like vitamin D or vitamin B complex may be deficient in certain diets that we need to take care what should be taken in how much quantity and at what stage everything. So it's totally Ati Sarvatram Varjayets. So anything which you are just pushing the things as a, this is the ultimate that is always going to be counterproductive. We need, we should be very cautious in handling these things. Ati Sarvatra Varjayat. We need to do things in a balanced way. Thank you very much uh, uh, there and you know, avoid excesses and avoid, and there's also this concept of say, Vokasatma in which you know, only one type of food, I will eat only one type of food. Uh, and you know, her, in this case, Zanas, Mother has come uh, come forward and explained that how she was she was a big proponent of only raw fruits and vegetables. There's no cooking involved, raw veganism, so to speak. While it is a fancy thing to do, it can be very costly for the, this one, uh, costly for the diet. Raghuram sir, please. Yeah, yeah, sir. Here I want to add whether it is starvation or vegan food, it is a choice. First, we have to see the person has a choice of uh, making what to eat and what not to eat uh, everything comes from the choices so while making choices if a person is uh, using to starvation different dimensions process are rightly said here not getting anything that's why i'm not eating or by choice i'm starving so if we go through upasa and other things those things can also be practiced in a healthy way not on a regular basis or not on a daily basis nobody has said you have to do upasa every day it is not a dinacharya. So starvation, when when I feel, feel something at uh, discomfort, my stomach is not at ease, or uh, I feel I'm suffering from some symptoms of uh, indigestion, I don't want to pop up some pills, let me rest my gut for a while. So half a day or a complete day starvation with some small varieties, inclusions of fruits, vegetables, etc. Starvation can be many uh, in many ways. That is, that is also a choice. A vegan diet also, as you said, uh, it's a cult. So again, it is a practice. If it is a cult or a practice, it is by choice itself. Nobody pushes anybody into the vegan section or non-vegetarian section or anywhere telling that or uh, we can't make a person eat on a gun point. You need to eat these things. That is totally an independent choice. So the repercussions and also what effects those types of food is impacting on those particular people. 
is also totally dependent on what choices they had made and what exactly a cult or a culture of food whatever they are following so they should be ready for everything the pluses the pros and cons everything and the pluses and the minuses and the impacts the such type of food uh, is giving so overall uh, basically when we see here uh, the choice of food the person should be here uh, many people are worried about food they have made totally what we can call it as like uh, an obsession about making a research of each and everything they eat or each and everything they drink like uh, before going anywhere or traveling somewhere so we make a research of what exactly the food items will be available there whether it is suitable to me or not it is it is a good thing but totally being obsessed so if you are obsessed about researching each and every part and every item and each and every fraction of food then we don't eat anything in our life then we don't drink anything in our life so here the question is healthy choices number one and balanced food very important and very important is conscious food so i opine that so the definition of health has been very clearly the comprehensive health has been clearly stated in ayurveda samadosha samadrishya samadatu malakriyaha prasanna atmaindriya manaha swastha itadiyate so any food after taking the person feels at comfort ease and balanced at these levels dosha dhatu mala mana indriya atma everywhere everything is at comfort and ease all the activities are going with ease the stomach and the gut are at ease the person is deriving energy from that particular food all such foods are healthy and such foods are totally independent choices individual choices and it is not a generalized food is not a generalized principle or a generalized rule so overall anything which satisfies the any food that it is drava or uh, uh, hard foods or liquid foods whatever it is there anything which satisfies in keeping the person's dosha dhatu mala mana indriya everything at balance and it gives atma santrupti should be a good food provided it is a conscious choice provided the person knows what exactly i am eating whether it is good or bad for me so the adhyatma related to the food is also very important so a balanced food a conscious food and eating healthy varieties and very importantly uh, the food is the choice of mind and the senses and here applicability of yukti so i am happy eating this i should know the quantity quality measure of everything and how how much and how better this suits to me and doesn't suit to me happy foods also need to be classified according to one's adaptability to those happy foods and healthy foods so if a conscious factor if a happiness factor and a balance factor and healthy varieties are included and if the person can keep healthy with such foods regular practice so then i think uh, that should be a wonderful thing uh, for that particular person and it is individualized concept everybody should uh, know what is good and what is bad to them and going into the vegan non vegan etc is totally uh, that totally depends on one's choices nobody pushes anybody to take certain uh, types of foods we need to understand another part of it uh, human evolution from the stone ages to the present era has taken a lot of changes before the invention or the uh, discovery of uh, fire you we used to eat raw but during those time the gut capacity even the brain size of the human the secretions inside digestive food all were entirely different over a period of thousands and thousands of years there are so many changes have taken place that's why the human brain size also has developed in a different way our gut has developed in a different way and there is a new scope for accommodation of all these things and after the invention of the discovery of the fire and we started cooking everything and then eating it it has developed a different uh, you know 
uh, scope for the uh, administration uh, absorbing the nutrients so many things have been developed and suddenly one fine day if i feel staying that no i am going to from today onwards i will be going on totally vegan and totally raw means and my gut may not support me in that sense and still i force it just because i have taken a decision and i will be taking these things then slowly at one fine day the gut will not support in any way and things will go wrong and once there is a wrong decision definitely it is going to be counterproductive and it is going to cause a lot lot of things and even sometimes life of a person may be at stake so this is the way to understand that anything which you do it do it in a moderation madhyama rasta that is always it is always good it is a mediocrity is may better than many times it is good extreme things is always dangerous which is packed with side effects uh, th- thank you there sir and uh, yeah i mean coming to a few of ayurvedic references in this regard yeah, this is uh, one thing is that you know when it comes to food acharya charaka in uh, in the food and drink chapter of sutra sana 27 chapter he explains concept bristles pulses meat vegetables fruits green salads wine water milk and milk products uh, sugarcane products and food preparations and different varieties and accessory food articles and so on and so forth so this is all part of food and you know it doesn't mean that one has to forcefully be fed with all these things but there are varieties of choices and fruits and vegetables as you can see here are just one part of the many different choices that we have so it should be more of a combination of a few of them rather than just with two of them so that is one point and uh, the vegetables general qualities is explained పత్ర పుష్ప ఫలం నాళం కందం సంస్వేదం శాఖం షడ్విధం ఉద్దిష్టం గురుం విద్యాత్రం సో లీవ్స్ ఫ్రూట్స్ ఎక్సెట్రా ఆర్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ ప్రొబ్లీ విల్ హ్యావ్ సెషన్ ఆన్ దిస్ శాఖాస్ అండ్ దర్ ఎక్స్ప్లెనేషన్ ప్రొబ్లీ బ్యూటిఫుల్ ట్వంటీ సెవెన్ చాప్టర్ గురుసర్ విల్ టీచర్స్ బట్ ఇన్ దాట్ ఇన్ దాట్ ఇట్ ఇస్ క్లియర్లీ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ ప్రాయ శాఖాని సర్వాణి విష్టం భీని గురించి ప్రొబాబ్లీ ఆల్ ద శాఖాస్ దీస్ వెజిటబుల్స్ క్యాన్ బీ విష్టం భీని క్యాన్ బీ కాన్స్టిపేటింగ్ అండ్ హెవీ టు డైజెస్ట్ అండ్ డ్రై అండ్ ఇట్ మే ఇంక్రీజ్ ద ఇంక్రీజ్ ద వాల్యూమ్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫిషీస్ అండ్ ఆల్సో వాతదోష దట్ ఈస్ లైక్ మారుత ఇన్ ద ఇన్ ద గట్ అండ్ శాఖం భినతి వపురస్తి నిహంతి నేత్రం వర్ణం వినాశేతి రక్తం తాపి శుక్రం సో ఇట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ క్యాన్ బీ ఎక్స్ట్రీమ్లీ డ్రాయింగ్ అండ్ లీడ్ టు డ్రైనెస్ ఆఫ్ ద ఐస్ ఇట్ క్యాన్ లీడ్ టు డిప్లిషన్ ఇన్ ద స్ట్రెంత్ ఆఫ్ ద ఐ స్కిన్ స్కిన్ కాంప్లెక్షన్ నాచురల్ టెక్స్చర్ ఆఫ్ ద స్కిన్ అండ్ ఈవెన్ ద బ్లడ్ అండ్ ద బ్లడ్ వెసల్స్ ఈవెన్ శుక్రధాతు ఆల్సో ప్రజాక్షయం చ కృతే ఫలితం చ నూనం హంతి స్మృతిం గతిం ప్రతి ప్రవదంతి తజ్ఞా మీనింగ్ ఇట్ ఇట్ ఈవెన్ లీడ్స్ టు సే ఇట్ క్యాన్ ఈవెన్ లీడ్ టు ఇన్ఫర్టిలిటీ లైక్ ఇష్యూస్ అండ్ డిప్లిషన్ ఇన్ మెమరీ డిప్లిషన్ ఇన్ మూమెంట్ ఆఫ్ ద ఆల్ ద ఆల్ ద ఎలిమెంట్స్ ఆఫ్ ద బాడీ పార్ట్స్ మూమెంట్ ఆఫ్ ఫుడ్ ఎక్సెట్రా ఇన్ ద గట్ ఇట్ క్యాన్ లీడ్ టు మెనీ కాంప్లికేషన్స్ సో శాఖేషు సర్వేషు వసంతి రోగాస్తే హేతవు దేహ వినాశనాయ సో వెజిటబుల్స్ యాజ్ మచ్ యాజ్ దే ఆర్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఫర్ హెల్త్ కెన్ ఆల్సో బీ ద కాజ్ ఫర్ డిసీజ్ యాజ్ వెల్ ఈస్ ద ఈస్ ద ఎక్స్ప్లెనేషన్ దట్ ఈస్ గివెన్ హియర్ టేక్స్ అవే ద స్ట్రెంత్ ఆఫ్ ద బోన్స్ ఎక్సెట్రా హ్యావ్ బీన్ ఎక్స్ప్లెయిన్ అండ్ ఫుడ్ షుడ్ బీ హ్యావింగ్ హెల్త్ కాంబినేషన్ ఆఫ్ ఆల్ ద సిక్స్ స్టేట్స్ అండ్ ప్రత్యగ్రం ఐడియల్ ఫుడ్ షుడ్ బి ప్రత్యగ్రం షుడ్ బి ఫ్రెష్లీ మేడ్ cooked ushna it should be served in hot conditions nikda it should be unctuous now should be dry with just the fruits and vegetables even i mean we talked about steve jobs there's one steve jobs suffered with like pancreatic cancer uh, which was treatable with surgery but he neglected that that's a different story altogether 
but he was on a fruitarian diet for a very long period of time in his life and uh, and snigda and the so food should have not only be just with the fruits and vegetables he should have some amounts of unctuousness in terms of fats and oils it should be dravottara it should be moist it should not be totally dry so it should contain all the six states this this uh, quote is from susha samhita for sutra sana 46 chapter and uh, many other uh, explanations are there so overall the bottom line is that food should be wholesome and food should be uh, you know containing varieties not just limited to a few of the sub categories and uh, before we end i would like to take the beautiful quote of uh, gurudev sir he wrote it in chat ayurveda is science and its practice is art is such a profound thought and you know when when a new patient walks into an ayurveda clinic everything is open meaning every instance is a new opportunity the dosha prakriti of the person is unique and based on that what his dietary and lifestyle habits are unique his uh, mental status uh, and does he meditate is he worrisome is having stress all those things are are you know this this all each element brings in a new dimension to the health of the patient and also to the disease the patient is suffering from so an able ayurveda doctor takes into consideration many different of these dimensions and comes up with a beautiful diagnosis and comes up with a treatment plan which is unique for that patient alone so no two patients are similar in ayurveda and no two disease conditions are similar it's not just that oh it is a viral infection give some antivirals is bacterial infection give that antibacterial agent and every day comes up with new challenges and the same thing i discussed with ragram sir you know those who do not know ragram sir and we study the i study the post graduation together and he was telling that a viva in a viva oc uh, or even in an examination when the student starts to write examination there should be some element of uh, uh, astonishment to the student the examination is whether viva or practicals should invoke some amount of uh, an instability created in a limited environment so that the student is forced to think out of the box and come up with his answers just how there are umpteen number of ways in which a chess game can go ahead and so the uh, ayurveda itself is an art and probably to end and uh, end it with uh, a national education policy like how ragram sir beautifully explained the there should be at least some minutes at the end of each class so that an open discussion on very weird ideas or encouraging the students to throw up come up with unthought of unheard of ideas and discussion regarding that you know what if ayurveda is blended with uh, computer science or technology or microbiology so on and so forth that a beautiful uh, beautiful young minds of ayurveda will be prepared for the challenges of the future With, with that ayurveda science and its practices art with that beautiful thought i would like to end this session i thank you all namaste